I would like to introduce uh, our first speaker to all of you. Mm, he is a, a rare guest in Germany nowadays, uh, uh, but he was here in the past and he appreciates very much the old German culture. Uh, this is Holiness. Yes, he's holy also. He's known in our movement as a devotee who has a very firm grasp of the uh, sometimes complex uh, philosophy of Krishna consciousness. And therefore, he's now uh, engaged in what could maybe be called his final adventure. Uh, he will translate the perspective, the ancient perspective of the Srimad Bhagavatam uh, of the universe and the positions of the different planets and the way they interact with each other. He will translate this very, very uh, amazing uh, description of the universe. It's amazing because it is from a very high uh, uh, perception, a very uh, not a human perception, but a very high perception. He will translate this for our human understanding into a model which is something like a, a huge Perpetomobile, um, which will be displayed in uh, the temple of Vedic Planetarium. It's a, a very large temple at the banks of the sacred river Ganga in the holy land of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance. So I request all of you to listen very carefully. I know, Sadashiva, you've made some technical arrangements or, or seating, seating arrangements so that our unsere nicht englisch sprechenden Gäste, dass die auch eine Übersetzung haben. Und ich war gerade bevor, wenn das Verboten anfängt zu sprechen, Sadashiva bitten, wie das jetzt am besten geht. It's nice to be here with all of you on this very auspicious day. Krishna has been very kind to me to set me here. Here is very nicely. We have uh, Gorni Thai and uh, with Jagannath. You know that Lord Chaitanya spent half of his life as a Jagannath Bhakta, devotee of Lord Jagannath. And, uh, 
Nila Chala, Jagannath Puri. And so, uh, actually, we are there with him. Both time and space are put together, and we're there. We are conscious, we can see it. And so today we are remembering the appearance of Lord Chaitanya. I think uh, 530 years now has passed by mundane calculation. From spiritual calculation, no time has passed at all. Uh, So that was when Lord Chaitanya appeared. And it's appropriate, it's such a nice Kirtan Maharaj uh, let us in. Because actually when Lord Chaitanya appeared, he descended, also the Holy Name descended. They came together because it's narrated that he appeared uh, at the time of a lunar eclipse uh, and the local residents were, were quite fearful of a lunar eclipse. If you've been in India at any time when there's been an eclipse like that, it's a high paranoid time. Uh, for everybody. I don't know if we should be afraid or not, but that's the way it is there. Uh, and so to 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 uh, ward off anything inauspicious, the inhabitants of Navadweep, who, who were largely uh, kind of uh, secular for that time, it was a university town, and you know what it's like in university towns, maybe. Uh, the big doubters are all there, and the speculators, so... The people there uh, were not uh, very pious, but because of the eclipse, they uh, spent their time bathing in the Ganges and uh, chanting Hare Krishna, the names of Krishna, to ward off the ill effects of the lunar eclipse. So they were all, when Lord Chaitanya appeared, they were all chanting the names of God. So that's it's said that not only Lord Chaitanya appeared, but the holy name also descended. In other words, it's potency. Because Lord Chaitanya came, the potency of chanting the Lord's name was going to become increased. Because uh, this uh, Namsan Kirtan, uh, chanting the name of God in the association of devotees, is the Yuga Dharma. The, the special uh, designated way for this age. And Lord Chaitanya is the Yuga Avatar. Krishna says that he appears once in a day of Lord Brahma. A very long time that he appears once. When he says Krishna appears, it means that, that he himself comes as Krishna. God has many relationships with many different people and according to those relationships he's manifest a different way. Almighty, all-powerful, mostly he's worshipped all over the world in awe and reverence. But when Krishna came uh, as Krishna, as the cowherd boy, to show his activities in Vrindavan, uh, that's exceptional. Because think of um, two dials. One is the the awe dial, the majesty dial, and one is the sweetness dial. 
So usually for most of us, because we're rebellious against God, the majesty's turned up really high. And the sweet, sweetness is barely noticeable. But when, you, when the Lord appears as Krishna, Vrindavan Krishna, then the sweetness is turned way up. And the majesty is quite uh, down. Why the sweetness? Does he have this uh, uh, aspect of himself? Because he wants to enjoy intimate relationships with his devotees. So the inhabitants of Vrindavan, they, they rule Krishna. You know, in the cities he's majestic, majestic. But in the countryside he's like a country boy. Barefoot country boy. And, and so in that aspect he can enjoy very intimate relationships. So he causes all the inhabitants of Vrindavan to forget that he's God and just appreciate for how wonderful he is. Because God is the best of everything. So he must also be the most beautiful, the most lovable, the most adorable. But if the majesty is there, oh, you stand back at a safe distance and keep your hands like this and bow down and barely look. But when it's Krishna, then he, all the sweetness comes out because he also wants to enjoy intimate relationships so that one devotee can think that Krishna is my child and I'm the mother. And she can actually, you know, spank him a little bit when he's <laughs> naughty. And he enjoys it. He wants to have all these relationships. So this private life of God was shown by Krishna. Uh, and so, but it's said in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, talking about Lord Chaitanya. Lord Chaitanya appears, by the way, when Krishna appears, that one day of Brahma, that Krishna appears in that, that one uh, yuga cycle, where Krishna appears, he's followed by Lord Chaitanya. Because it is said that when Krishna uh, descended, uh, he, he, he brought with him the storehouse of love of God, the most intense love of God came with him, but it remained locked. Very few people had access to it. It's, it's confidential. Confidential means not everyone will appreciate it. Most people will not be God-fearing if they think he's playing crowding on the ground on all fours, you know. Uh, they, they need somebody uh, with a mace, uh, with a stick, with the thunderbolts uh, to behave themselves. So it's, it's confidential knowledge. Uh, uh, so, so that came, but it was locked. But when Lord Chaitanya comes after him, he opens it up. He gives us access to this private life of the Lord. Because I can say, when I read Srimad Bhagavatam and I understand Krishna's, uh, something of Krishna's pastimes, I think, how do I know this? If this is so exalted and so private and so exclusive, how can I know it? Uh, America, you may remember, had a, had a famous comic named Groucho Marx. 
And one of his uh, most quoted remarks was, he, he was asked to join an exclusive gentleman's club. And he was uh, uh, offended. He said, I wouldn't belong to any club that would have me as a member. So how do we know this, if it is so high and so exalted and meant for the highest people? We know it because Lord Chaitanya has made it accessible. He's come to show us, give us a very powerful method, even though this is Kali Yuga in the worst of times, he comes to give us a very, very powerful method of purification so that we can become qualified to actually enter into Krishna Leela. So that's why, especially, we, we are fortunate uh, uh, to be here now uh, uh, and to, to really uh, receive the, the gift of Lord Chaitanya. So that's the external reason for his appearance, the Lord's manifestation as Chaitanya. Chaitanya is Krishna himself, but he's coming as a devotee, not as God. <laughs> but as God's devotee. Why should he do this? Well, not just to teach and to show by his example how a devotee should behave. That's the external reason. He has his own purposes. Because Krishna, when Krishna is in Vrindavan, there's also Radha. They're together, Radha and Krishna. Uh, and this is his, the female side of God. You know, some people worship a it God. Some people worship a he God. Some people worship a she God. But God is complete. God is he, she, and it. All those aspects are there. So when, when there, if you just say God is exclusively male, then you're missing something. Huh? It, you're missing something. So all, all of those are there. So when there, there is Krishna, we always see there's, there's Radha Krishna, or Lakshmi Narayan, or Sita Ram. The, the, the female uh, side is there. Uh, and, and, and so Krishna has what Radharani is when, when, when Radha appears. Uh, sometimes, like when she is Lakshmi, this female side is the goddess of fortune. Lakshmi Devi. Uh, uh, because all wealth, all, all good fortune is uh, the companion of Krishna. Of course, materialists are always trying to take Lakshmi away from Krishna and enjoy her herself. This is the God projects we have going on in the world. But actually, she belongs to the, by the side of Krishna. Uh, so, so Radharani uh, is, is Krishna's internal pleasure energy. She, she is the, his energy of bliss. The absolute truth has sat, chit, ananda. Eternity, knowledge, and bliss. And with each of those, he has a spiritual energy. 
And so Radharani is the personification of his energy of bliss. And she enjoys bliss by serving Krishna. And so it is described in the Chaitanya Charitamrita that Radha and Krishna, originally they are one, this is one God, but manifest is to, to uh, increase enjoyment. Uh, this enjoyment goes on like this. There's Radha and there's Krishna. A and Krishna looks at Radharani. This is in the spiritual dimension. He looks at Radharani and he sees how beautiful she is because she's taking the position. She's the great devotee of Krishna. She's in love with Krishna. And Krishna sees how beautiful she is. And when he sees how beautiful she is, his joy increases. And when Krishna's joy increases, his beauty increases. When Radharani sees that Krishna has become even more beautiful, her happiness increases, she becomes more beautiful. Krishna sees that she's become even more beautiful. His happiness increases and his beauty increases, and so it goes without any end. There's no upper limit. Krishna is always increasing in beauty, in joy, in opulence, and this is because of this internal dynamic life of, of the Godhead by which everything is increasing. This is what's going on. God is not just some dead abstract principle. This is personal uh, idea of uh, divinity. So with it, this is Radha and Krishna together by his r relationship with his own internal pleasure potency, his beauty, energy, opulence, everything always increases. And what Lord Chaitanya has come to do to, is to invite us to participate, to join in and to contribute. Each one of us is a devotee of God. But we're sitting here in the material where we're going, maybe there's a God, maybe there's not a God. If he is a God, he's a mean old guy who made, uh, you know, uh, stop signs and policemen and whatever, mother-in-laws. But we're actually, we're, we, are, we are in love with God. But because we're covered by Maya, we don't even know where to put that love. We put it here, that's disappointing. We put it there, that's disappointing. Wherever we put it, not what we want. It's made for Krishna. Uh, so we are devotees of God. And, and there's a relationship between each one of us and Krishna. But we've turned away from that relationship. We're doing other things. He wants us back. Because each of us has something to... We're each individuals. Spiritually, we're individuals. We're not all identical, little dots on a, you know, like postage stamps or something, one like the other. We're each individuals. And with each of us, there's some flavor or taste or some special thing. Krishna wants us to have this relationship. And we're in denial. He wants to bring us back. So that's why he descends, uh, sends himself, sends his servants, sends his devotees to, to, to bring us back. 
The first time I ever heard the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, I was at what would later be called a hippie wedding. Hippie word hippie didn't exist yet. And we'd all sat around and smoked some marijuana. And somebody said, oh, there's this record this friend sent me. Let's hear it. Let's play it. And it was Prabhupada chanting his first record. And it really felt like somebody was calling me from far away. <laughs> but it was there. It came. Prabhupada came to the West, and there it was. And one thing led to another. And anyway, I answered, huh? trying, to, trying to follow that call and amplify it, if I can, for, for other people. So he wants us. He wants us back. And so he descends. And as Lord Chaitanya, he comes as a, Krishna comes not as himself, but as a devotee. And the reason is, is Radha and Krishna are together. And, and Krishna looks at Radha. And he's amazed by the love she has for him. It's extraordinary. It's so powerful. And he's trying to understand it. But he can't quite do it because he's the object of the love. So from his position, he's frustrated. He can't, he can't, he can't understand it from his position. And then he also thinks, you know, when I look at Radharani, she's enjoying even more bliss than I am. I'm supposed to be the supreme enjoyer, but somehow from her position as a devotee, she's enjoying even more than I am. You know, I'd like to taste it myself, but I can't. I'm what inspires it, but I, you know, I, I, I want to be in her position. So this is, he's thinking like this, and then he wonders, and anyway, what is it about me that inspires such love in her? There must be something that she really sees. And I can't tell what it is, but if I was in her position, I could see just what was about me that's so amazing that brings this love out. So for these reasons, these three reasons, Krishna, who's not to be blocked in any way, I am going to take on her position. And this is Lord Chaitanya. He, actually, he's a permanent feature of Godhead. And, he, and as Lord Chaitanya, he is Krishna himself now taking the position of a devotee. So there's like this inner dialectic, you know. Krishna is originally one, and then he makes men himself as two to increase bliss, as Radha and Krishna. And then Lord Chaitanya becomes one again, but it's a different one from the first one. <laughs> This is a spiritual dialectic, you might say. Um, so th this is this is the inside reasons for Lord Chaitanya, and really, he's he's an eternal feature of Godhead. And the thing to notice is that God Himself wants to be a devotee. Many people want to be God. But God himself wants to be a devotee. He's amazed by devotees and attracted by devotees. So you might say that God himself has a religion. And what is his religion? Those pure devotees who worship him completely, fully, and selflessly. 
So for this reason, he appears as he, he's Lord Chaitanya, and he also descends in that role uh, to practice and show people what it is to be a perfect devotee. He wants to do it himself and give it away free because devotees are very generous. They're very merciful. So this is the the the, the purpose of Lord Chaitanya's appearance and to give it to others who don't deserve it like me not qualified at all uh, uh, I, I just wondered you know one time how, how come I know this and it's because uh, Prabhupada came if, if you get some beginning of spiritual realization, uh, you, the beginning is you feel very bad about yourself. You get an idea of what Krishna is like and what Krishna's great devotees are like, and you look into your own heart and you say, I'm not that. There's a lot of garbage I've accumulated. And not only accumulated, I'm looking at this garbage and thinking, I like this. This is great. I don't want to give it up. And you see yourself like that and you feel, oh, I'm just not, you know, how can I do this? I'm so bad. And I think of myself as completely worthless. You may even think of committing suicide if you see yourself in this way. But then uh, the next step is you realize, no, I'm not worthless because... Look at the trouble Krishna's devotees like Srila Prabhupada and others have come to, to, to get to give this to me. They must see something in me I don't see. I don't know what it is, but I know if I follow what they want that the garbage will go away. And not only will God be revealed to me, but I'll be revealed to myself as I really am and not, uh, you know, with all the, what they call upadis. The designations and limitations that uh, you know I'm a male I'm an American all that garbage you know get rid of it <laughs> so so th this is the mercy of, of Lord Chaitanya and he he brings this method very simple method of chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra very very powerful Krishna and Krishna's name are the same that means how can we associate with Krishna. I spent a number of times in universities uh, studying religious, uh, Religionswissenschaft. It was invented in Germany and exported to America, like many good things, like Volkswagens and Porsches and <laughs> so on. Uh, so so this, uh, this came to this academic study of religion. So I was doing that. And I remember one prof professor said to me something that I've always remembered. He said, the question is not whether or not God exists. He said, the real question is, is God available? And I thought, you know, that's true, because if God exists and is not available, what difference does it make? <laughs> and if God is available, then that solves the existence problem, by the way. So I thought of that when I first encountered the Krishna devotees. And, uh, you know, let me chant the Hare Krishna and see what happens. Just make an experiment. So this is how God is accessible. Just these 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Just in that sound. Because Krishna is absolute. And absolute means that there is no difference between the name and that which is named. Abhinatva, Nama Namanaha. There is none. In this world, the name and the thing named are separate. But in transcendence, Krishna and Krishna's name are the same. This means that simply by saying Krishna, I'm associating with Krishna. And if I say it and start to pay a little attention, I'll start to understand that. I'll start to actually perceive the name as it is. And all of Krishna is available. In the, that's the word mantra really means, a sound that can purify your mind. Krishna is the supreme pure. You associate with him, and by that association, we become purified. The maya uh, is dispelled, and uh, everything becomes revealed. Krishna becomes revealed. We become revealed to ourselves. The world becomes revealed. Maharaj mentioned how the way we see the universe may not be the way it is. <laughs> that also becomes revealed. Uh, and so we're very, very fortunate uh, to, to, to be able to receive this, to, have, to be able to hear about it and receive it. Uh, Srila Prabhupada, uh, many, many generations, uh, uh, this was uh, Lord Chaitanya's plans. You can read in the Chaitanya Bhagavat how the uh, Krishna Das Kaviraj, uh, uh, rather Vrindavan Thakur, could could see, foresee that this chanting would would envelop the whole world, uh, and and in our times it has come to pass. And so now we all have this good fortune of which we are not worthy. Uh, but it's here uh, for us. Uh, uh, Lord Chaitanya and Nityananda are here. Just as Krishna's name and Krishna are the same, so Krishna's picture, Krishna's statue, they are all here. And as uh, our consciousness becomes purified, we'll be able to see that. But we, especially we have to take the Maha Mantra with us. It's extremely portable. It's neatly in your mouth. Uh, uh, better than an iPhone or a <laughs> wireless, it's all, always there and, and, and so we should take some uh, time to, uh, to, to understand it to take it seriously and to take good opportunity that we have to uh, receive the mercy of Lord Chaitanya thank you very much Shri Prabhupada.